0: Hello, I am Matt Williamson. This episode is brought to you by Live Casino. It's going to be kind of a short one today. I'm going to kind of put a bow on Senior Bowl practices, and I'm going to seal this off two lists. Daniel Jeremiah came out with his 10 players whose stock went up the most during this week. Not they're the 10 best players in Mobile, but whose stock rose the most. And I want to buzz through those with you real quick. And then I have a similar list for Matt Miller, who does really good draft work as well. Um, Julius brent cornerback from Kansas State he's six three little over 200 pounds long arms press corner I think he's very relevant for the Steelers probably definitely day two and I'm trying to think you know I, I'm not I'm not gonna project where these guys are going to go yet I mean we still have two months before they get drafted, three months before they get drafted. But his stock increased a great deal. Press man guy. He can play off like a Richard Sherman type as well. Speaking of that, the Seattle rookies certainly helped his cause too, looking for those six-three guys. This corner class, I can't tell you this enough, but again, it's not super top-heavy, but there are so many good corners in this class that the Steelers are going to be – are going to get one. I mean, like, I'm going to be very critical if they don't leave this draft with a, a top 50 overall type player at the corner position. And it sets up really well to do that. Julius Brents is yet another name, you know, the, the, to add to that list. Um, Darius Rush, I mentioned the other day, too. He's another one that I didn't know as much about. So the corners here are really attractive. Um, Illinois, they actually have the best corner probably in the draft. Illinois, he wasn't there witherspoon. He was supposed to be. Um, They have a safety, though. They have a great secondary. Sidney Brown, who also has a brother that was there, a twin brother, the Brown brothers. Both of them look good. His brothers a running back. I'm not going to really highlight him as much. But Sidney Brown's a safety from Illinois. Do-it-all guy. I mean, really well-built, thick, sturdy, consistent, big-time production type of dude. He really was impressive to me as well. Um, If the Steelers only sign one of the two safeties, they'll probably be in the market. Maybe you get this guy in the third round and plug him in all over the defense. So I thought he was really impressive. Um, Steelers aren't going to draft a quarterback, I'm sure. But DJ thought, and most people thought, that Jake Hainer from Fresno State was the best one there. I want to preface this, though, like, The corners were great. The quarterbacks were terrible, which made evaluating wide receivers a little bit difficult, to say the least. I mean, wide receivers going against good corners with bad quarterbacks isn't easy to do. Um, Everyone's talking about who's the next Brock Purdy, and I guess Hayner's the name most people mention. I wasn't that impressed with him. Um, He does have a pretty good arm. Uh, Cracked me up, though. I was watching Tuesday practice with my 16-year-old, And he's looking at the quarterbacks. He's like, these guys look like my friends. You know, they they don't look like NFL players. They all look kind of little and young looking. And nobody looks like Cam Newton or Josh Allen there. So not a usual crop of quarterbacks. I remember last year was Willis and Pickett and all those dudes. Jake Hayner, I guess, is the best of a not so great group. Um, Diane Henley from Washington State, I briefly talked about him yesterday, linebacker. There were three or four off-the-ball linebackers that play in space really well. He can really run. I'm excited to see where he ends up, you know, running his 40. He'll take on blockers. So, there were a handful of linebackers there that opened my eyes to You know, you guys know I've been harping on, and I wrote my article this week about getting a linebacker from outside the organization and free agency. I'm still very much on board with that, and I laid out, you know, eight to 12 names for you guys to read about. But if you're, it doesn't mean you can't take one the third round as well. I mean, that was a real problem area, obviously, for the Steelers this year. Um, Another name that won't really affect the Steelers, but is a really good player was Will McDonald. Uh, he's a, he would be a 3-4 outside linebacker here. Iowa State, kind of leaner. I mean, he uh, doesn't look like Bud Dupree, narrow waist, but he made a lot of impact as well. Uh, as I told you about, maybe my favorite guy there for the Steelers is John Michael Schmitz, the center out of Minnesota. DJ talks about him as well. I didn't see anything bad from him. I mean, every rep seemed like he won or at least stalemated. Really physical. They, they raved about his leadership and toughness and mental acumen while he was there. I would love to see John Michael Schmitz and uh, maybe even with the first pick in the second round. I, I think that's the, the neighborhood he's going to go in as a center, you know, just plug and play. I always hate that term. Oh, that guy's a 10 year starter. He looks like a walks in, starts and plays for 10 years. I don't think the Steelers will be in the running back market, but Tajay Spears is somebody that really stood out. Smaller running back from Tulane. Uh, he played around 195, but he showed up here at 205, which was the big hurdle for him. Was Can he maintain his explosiveness, his great ability to cut? Boy, he certainly did. I mean, ran away from guys, played at a different speed than any of the other running backs there. I don't think he'll be for the Steelers, just considering needs. But we talk about explosives he would sure help the explosive category. Good receiver as well. Keon White, I've told you about as well. He's a 280-pound edge rusher. I think he'll bump inside more at the next level, or maybe he'll be like a 4-3 base end. But in today's NFL, you just take these guys and move them all around. I mean, if the Steelers fell in love with him, and I guess he was quoting Mike Tomlin the other day too, you put Keon White next to Cam Hayward, with Highsmith and Watt coming off the edge on third downs. I mean, that is a handful. And this dude at 280 is expecting to maybe run under a 4'6", with like 40-inch verticals. He's going to be a first-round pick. And that showed up in a big way in Mobile. This guy's really interesting to me, too. Like, I know no one's going to want to hear about Steelers drafting tight ends. I get that. This is a really, really good tight end class. And... I think I've mentioned it before, I think DJ said he expects six or seven to go in the top 50, which, first of all, is great for the Steelers if they're not going to be one of the ones taking them. That means a corner falls or a tackle or whatever. But it also means round four tight ends you know, are going to be values. And this guy from Cincinnati, Josh Wiley, is perfect for me in that way because if you don't bring back Gentry or the draft rolls around and he's still unsigned... Wiley's 6'6.5", six, six 260, very, very good blocker. I mean, very similar to Gentry, but he can run. I mean, he's a much, much better athlete and he'd be cheaper. Josh Wiley from Cincinnati is very interesting to me. I mentioned Michael Wilson the other day from Stanford, wide receiver. One of the few well-built, thicker, tough guy type receivers from this group. A lot of these dudes are smaller, shifty space players. Um, very good special teamer as well, as I mentioned. So maybe he's a third round pick for the Steelers. Could play inside, could play out. I think he's very attractive. Michael Wilson from Stanford. Uh, quick break here, and then we'll come back with Matt Miller's list. They are kind of similar. There will be some overlap, and I'm not going to just talk about the same guys over and over. So there's a couple guys he's going to mention that I want you guys to be aware of as, as well. So uh, back in a minute. All right, again, these are Matt Miller's top ten winners. Uh, he also mentioned John Michael Schmitz. I don't know how you can't the center from Minnesota. He just screams Steeler to me. Another guy I think that the Steelers will really, really like is Kinu Benton. is a defensive tackle from Wisconsin. He's if I'm going to compare him to somebody in recent memory, I would say he's a lot like Tyson Alualu, where would be a nose here but not Casey Hampton, short, fat, squatty dude. I mean, he can move. He can get upfield. He has a lot of nastiness to him. I think Benton from Wisconsin would be a really good Steeler. Derek Hall's a guy we haven't mentioned. I think he'll get drafted too high for where the Steelers' needs are as an edge. He would be a 3-4 outside linebacker. He'd be a really welcome addition. But he's only 241 pounds. Um, He showed up really well there. I don't think he's for the Steelers, though, especially because he's probably going to go in the top 50. I don't see them taking an edge that early in. He's fine, but I just think you could use that resources elsewhere. Um, Miller also mentions Julius Brents. He's the 6'3 corner from Kansas State. Would look really good in black and gold as well. Um, if you're on top of draft stuff, Clemson, no shock, has some really good prospects. Brian Breezy, Miles Murphy are both defensive linemen. They're going to go in the first round or, you know, slam dunk dunk type of picks. But they also have an edge guy in KJ Henry, who won't be as drafted as much. But boy, he looks like a Steeler to me, too. He would be an edge here. He can drop into coverage a little bit. Uh, I think he's a team captain. If not, I know he's extremely well-respected in the Clemson locker room, leader, all those type of things. That, to me, would be an ideal third outside linebacker for the Steelers. I'm guessing... Maybe I'm wrong about these projections, but I'm guessing third, fourth round neighborhood. And I think that's when I'd start looking for that type of player. Uh, he also mentioned Spears, the dynamic running back. I've told you about Luke Musgrave, who might be the best tight end in this class, but was probably the best player right neck and neck as the best player in Mobile. Tight end that can really run, but he's six, five and a half. He's powerful. He has huge hands. They do the GPS tracker for miles per hour. And he was like third or fourth best in terms of miles per hour of anyone there, including corners, wide receivers. And, you know, he's 255. Luke Musgrave, I think, will be a first round pick. Miller also mentions Michael Wilson, who I talked about before. Uh, Stanford, I didn't give you his height and weight. He's 6'1, 216. Um, again, they weren't a really bad offense, but I think his demeanor would fit in here well. And then the last guys he mentions are carryovers as well. Keon White, the edge from Georgia Tech that's 280ish and the Browns tw- the Brown twins. You know, there's uh, Chase is the running back and Sydney is the safety. I told you a little bit about the safety. I don't think the Steelers will be in the running back market to grab Chase, but I'm growing fonder and fonder of this running back market, but I don't think that really affects the, the Steelers. But Sydney the safety is again would be a real quality contributor here as well so kind of a short show today uh everyone enjoy the week be uh, a little bit of super bowl prep next week dig into more steeler specific stuff as well and that's a wrap see ya